Hello and a big one welcome to you and welcome to the Aware Parenting Podcast. My name's Marion Rose, PhD, and today I want to talk all about physical symptoms, including physical pain and the correlation between that and past experiences we've had, including our birth. So before I say much about this or anything about this, I really want to say two things. Number one, this isn't Aware Parenting. This is the Marian method, but it's deeply affected by aware parenting. So this is really about reparenting. So much of the Marian method work is about the reparenting and all I've learned from aware parenting about that process. The second thing is, of course, if you do have physical pain or physical symptoms yourself, please don't just assume that they're feelings and get support from your beautiful, lovely healthcare provider, whoever that is. So there's a little prefaces. The next thing I actually want to share before I dive into this topic, I'd love to give you a little bit of an update on my book, my next book, which is called The Emotional Life of Babies. It is with the typesetter at the moment, so I'm super excited about it. I had the beta readers read it and got all their responses back and have been editing and editing and editing and editing. So this book is all about the feelings element of aware parenting with babies. So of course, Aletha Salter wrote The Aware Baby, which I highly recommend for anybody, like whether you have a baby or not, it's an incredible book. And it really talks about all the aspects of aware parenting with a baby And mine, The Emotional Life of Babies, really focuses in on the feelings. So really a lot about the relationship between needs and feelings and feeding and sleep and so many of the symptoms that many parents experience with their babies. There's a bazillion Q&As in it at the back. So pretty much any question that I've been asked over the past 18 years of being an aware parenting instructor, those questions are in there. So it's coming out imminently. Keep an eye out. If you want to be notified, you can join my email list for that or keep an eye out on my socials because I will be sharing a lot about it. (laughs) So I'm really, really excited about that. And I've got another two more coming out this year as well. There's a trilogy of aware parenting ones coming out. So I'm very excited about that. So what I'd love to do is rewind a little bit and share again, because I seem to be sharing a lot of my own personal stories in this Effects of Birth series. So this is part of the Effects of Birth series. And of course, we've all had different experiences in relation to birth. And what I want to really offer is really clear information about how we can heal from our birth, even when we're adults. Of course, one of the most wonderful things about aware parenting is that we can support our babies to heal from their birth straight away, or our children. So that is an amazing thing that aware parenting has such an incredible understanding of, basically. And to have deep compassion for ourselves. If you're a parent and your child is older, that they can still heal and they will be trying to heal whilst they're children. And if they don't get to heal, whatever they don't get to heal, it's never too late. You know, that's what I love about aware parenting. And also the Marian method is this really this deep sense of us as human beings really consistently 
being called to or having this internal striving or calling or longing for healing. And so often that's how we can see symptoms or repeated situations, not as there being something wrong or something to be judged, but as invitations for deep healing. So I want to share two stories today. One of them I wanted to share way back when it happened, which was just before the Gabor Mate podcast episode. I wonder if you've listened to that one. So that was the one that Lael and I did back in January. That was episode, I think it was one, two, three. And of course, this was a really, well, no, of course, but this was a really big thing. In my experience, it was a really big thing to be talking to him. And I did massive amounts of research. If you haven't read his book, The Myth of Normal, I highly, highly recommend that. I read that and made notes on all of it. And it's a massive book. And I made a lot of notes. And, you know, I really had a sense this was a big thing for Aware Parenting and for this podcast and, you know, all the things. So it was just a few days before the podcast was going to be happening and I was with my mum we were taking our French bulldogs for a walk the th- three lovelies and I picked up the biggest one who's a bit older and my mum was <laughs> pushing her she has a wheelie walker in Australia they call it like a wheelie walker you know with handles and it has a little seat and at the time he was really enjoying sitting in, in her little basket there and her pushing him along so I went to pick him up and I twisted the way I picked him up. The next morning I woke up and I was in a huge amount of pain. So again, as I say, the way I like to see things is when we have symptoms is, and of course there are certain things that would not be included in this, like poisonings and accidents, things like that. But in this type of experience I generally see this as an invitation aha something's coming up that wants to be heard that wants to be loved that wants to be listened to so initially straight away I could feel this fear it's like oh you know my lower back I felt scared so I was shaking I was letting my jaw shake and I was walking up and down so when we feel fear the um, walking or, or running if you think about the the fight-flight response, actually moving our legs and, and moving our arms too can really support us to get that sense of getting to run, getting to feel powerful, getting to escape from the thing that has been stressful or traumatic. So I was walking up and down, I was letting my jaw shake, I was releasing the fear that had bubbled up. And I was trying to get myself in a comfortable position and I leaned over the balustrade of my deck to try and get my back in a comfortable position and then all the emotional pain that matched the physical pain came. So this is the way I tend to see it again. So this is the Marian method work is that in my experience, so often when there's physical pain, it is an expression of emotional pain. So this emotional state pain just suddenly erupted forth. And you know, I want to give a little bit of a, a warning. So if you've experienced being left alone as a baby, which many people have, I just really want to invite you to be really gentle with yourself and at any time pause. I'm going to be sharing some of these early memories, feelings that showed up for me so just please as always listen to yourself and really listen to your yeses and your noes which is another part of the Marian method work 
So the, the words that straight away came were, Mommy, help me. So over and over again, I, I said those words, Mommy, help me, Mommy, help me, just saying them over and over and over. And straight away, I sensed that they were from baby me, just breech born, in physical pain, terrified, alone in the incubator so you probably heard me share I've shared my story a lot here on this podcast I was born at 30 weeks I was in the incubator for five weeks and so this was a straight like deep dive right back into that experience and, and I, so I was just letting the words come and, and letting myself feel and cry and really feel the, the feelings and the words. So expressing the words that match the physical sensations. And then the words came, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, mommy, I'm scared, help me, help, I'm scared. Just speaking them over and over and over again. And I just cried and cried and cried. And they were healing tears. So this is, of course, central, and this is from Aware Parenting. So this is relevant to us if we're adults, but also if we are parents to a teenager or a child or a baby, is the balance of attention. So it's a beautiful understanding of how healing happens. And if healing is to happen through either crying and raging or through laughter and play, there needs to be the balance of attention between a sense of emotional safety in the present so that we can revisit the past so that we can feel the feelings from the past and express them but whilst knowing we are emotionally safe in the present this is really key and particularly as adults because if we don't know we're emotionally safe in the present healing is less likely or unlikely for healing to happen because we're just likely to feel flooded to believe that the the sensations and the feelings and the thoughts are about the now. So that's often one of the key elements I found in my own work and in the Marion Method is really the more and more I understand and have understood over the years my own themes. I talked about this in the last episode and my own emotional cartography. The more familiar I am when something bubbles up, ah, this is from the past. So even just knowing that, even just being able to say, for example, to younger parts, this is not about the here and now, you're safe in the here and now, sweetheart. That can support the process to be a healing one rather than just a, a re-traumatizing or like a flooding experience. So I could really tell it was healing because from my Marian method work, I had my inner loving mother right there with me. I could feel her presence and it was her presence that made the tears healing and her words, I'm here with you, sweetheart, I'm listening. I hear that you're scared. I'm right here with you. So that internal dialogue helps me know and helped me know that I was not alone this time. And so I have this kind of interesting process when I'm going through that, when I'm revisiting that past experience but also in the present with my inner loving mother and it's almost like I'm doing it right now I might move my head a little bit just to go okay it's almost like having so it's like an inner dialogue so if you've done inner dialogue work or chair work you know gestalt work this is a technique that I was trained in when I trained in psychosynthesis which was influenced by things like subpersonalities and was influenced by gestalt and various things so it's really the sense of his inner loving mother there present and 
little baby me. So I wasn't completely fully immersed. If we're completely fully immersed in a younger part of us, it's almost impossible to connect with our inner loving presences. That's why it's so vital to also have what I call our outer loving presences for those times when we don't have that balance of attention internally. That's when we need it externally. We need someone else. And even if we have really developed relationships with our inner loving presences, as I do, we are designed to live in community. We are social beings. We are designed to have outer loving support as well. And actually, for me, the paradox has, has been the more I've developed my relationships with my inner loving presences, the more I've actually been willing to ask for and receive support externally. And more, I might reach out to several people when I'm needing support, when I'm connecting back in with things like this. So basically, I was connecting in with these really painful, painful, excruciatingly painful feelings that the physical pain, the deep physical pain was inviting me to connect with. And as I say, this is just the way I work with it. Everybody's different. There are so many different healing modalities. And to me, you probably know this about me, I am passionate about each of us listening to ourselves. So I invite you to listen to yourselves and however you feel called on your own healing, reparenting journey, whatever modalities are a fit for you. So back to this process, I was crying and crying. It was that kind of cry where there's just so many tears and snot and, and the occasional yawn. And there was this exact match between the physical pain and the emotional pain. And for me, that's often where I find there's the deepest healing because it's just like, yes, this, it's almost like a resonance. You know, when you, that whole idea, if you play a piano in one room, the same notes will resound or reverberate in the next room on a piano. It's that sense that this, there's the same... Hmm, note, this same note, so this physical pain note. Hello, birdies, <laughs> coming to sing. They always come to sing, don't they, when I'm here? <laughs> the physical pain note is matching this emotional pain note. And when I find when I'm really I'm able to connect with that emotional pain note, that's when the physical pain starts to be released. It, it moves, it shifts, it changes. Uh, the words then changed. I kept listening, listening, and the next thing was, uh, what does it take for me to be heard? What does it take for me to be heard? So just saying again, over and over again, and again I sense that little baby me crying out, calling out nobody responded and I cried and I cried and I cried some more again my inner loving mother listening to me I'm here with you sweetheart yeah what does it take for you to be heard there's no one listening and I'm here I'm listening now I'm right here with you and then as the tears subsided so had the pain the physical pain so I went from really excruciating physical pain to mildly uncomfortable in this process of expressing these feelings. It was a wow. It was a really a wow and a few. <laughs> I felt so relieved, obviously. Uh, and I've got a big smile now, as even as I recall that. And you know, I've experienced this many, many, many times 
or physical sensations really inviting me into, okay, what's the like, emotional tone here or what am I being invited to? Feeling those with, you know, and or outer loving support, feeling the feelings. Also, this is key to the Marian method work, really experiencing those reparative experiences. So this time being heard, being listened to, hearing the loving phrases at the same time. So it's really this reparative experience. And then coming out the other side, whether physical sim- symptoms or sensations or pain have either reduced or completely gone away. And so why do I relate this to my birth? What did it have to do with the Gabor Mate podcast episode? Well, what I find for myself with every new step I take into the world, when there's something new, I find that there's the healing experience of my first experiences of coming into the world. They come up to be heard at the next level. It's like this is an invitation. Aha, you know, I'm doing something that little baby me wasn't able to do and there's a a deep opportunity for healing at each next level. And of course, it was so relevant to Gabor's book. If you've read it, I imagine you probably have The Myth of Normal because he talks so much in there about the relationship between trauma and physical symptoms. And I thought, my gosh, and I actually, I had so many more questions to ask him. As you, If you've listened to the episode, you know I had a lot to, to ask him. And one of them was really to, I wanted to share about this experience because you probably remember he said in that episode, it was a beautiful, hang on, it was actually in the book, and I quoted it in the episode where he talked about he'd never met anybody who had either strong physical or emotional symptoms, basically, who had had their feelings listened to when they were a child. So really, so much of that book is he's really linking unexpressed feelings from stress or trauma to either physical or emotional symptoms. And that's really how you know, I would see it from an aware parenting perspective, the power that we have as parents, that when we're listening to our baby's feelings, holding them in our loving arms, or we're listening to our two-year-old having a big tantrum, or we're listening to our six-year-old having a really big cry with us, they're not only getting to express their feelings, they're not only getting to be heard, they're not only getting to heal from stress or trauma, but really, and of course, there, you know, there isn't research, so I can't equivocally say that. My hypothesis would be that that's also going to affect the likelihood they have of having physical symptoms as they age and get older. So I think it's, again, an, another reason why aware parenting is so incredible, you know, really supporting these natural innate processes that we're all born with to heal from stress and trauma, which not only affect our emotional long-term well-being, but also our physical health, because of course they're completely intertwined and the fight, flight, freeze response and hyperarousal and dissociation is so, you know, so part of the body. And that's why this is so powerful work. If you are into aware parenting and in whatever way, shape or form that is, wherever you are on what I call the aware parenting spectrum, I am so celebrating you. What you're doing, I think, is having a profound effect on your baby or your child or your teen or your children, however many you have, like to whatever extent you do it, it's making a difference. 
So whenever I go through this process, I'll attend to my back on a physical level, like at that time I did. So I had baths with beautiful, I love the ancient minerals, magnesium flakes. So I did things like that. I was also tending to it and caring for it. So please, 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 of course, always, if you do have physical symptoms, please attend to the physical level as well with the help of a health professional. And if you do feel called to listen into your feelings and have support with that, I invite you to do that too. And I would love to hear from you. Do you experience the healing of physical symptoms through listening to their emotional correlates? Have you experienced similar things at this? Whatever your themes are in relation to your birth, do you see that playing out physiologically as well as emotionally, as well as behaviorally? Do you tend to notice that you get stuck whenever you start something new and were you in inverted commas stuck in the birthing canal and do you see symptoms like that maybe you get you I don't know your neck gets very stiff or you get tight shoulders or something like that whenever you're doing something new do you notice that and again I think even just noticing and being compassionate and really understanding ourselves and it's incredible yeah, emotional cartography that we all have, this incredible, meaningful, interrelated system of physiology and thoughts and feelings and sensations and how we're each so unique, so, so unique. And again, going back to our parenting, it's what I love about it is that we're really looking at each baby and child as a unique being with unique experiences in utero, during birth, after birth, with a different family system with different intergenerational themes that got, that can you know be affecting a baby from way back in the generations and each of us as a parent has our own levels of unhealed stress or trauma our own here and now stress we live in again a marion method term the disconnected domination culture where parents do not receive the kind of support we need we not designed to live in little nuclear families we're designed to live in communities where children were cared for by many they had multiple secure attachments all the things I would say the majority of the reasons why parenting can be so hard is because of the culture we live in and the way it's set up so of course all of those things have an effect too the other thing I want to share is after that big cry this Rumi quote came to me I've loved Rumi for decades and in fact I was just looking at my PhD thesis the other day because I was chatting to my mum and I was suddenly realising that it's 30 years ago that I finished my PhD, which was on uh, postnatal depression and the effects on the mother-infant relationship. And 30 years ago, I also started working as a psychotherapist in training. And so I got out my thesis, which I haven't done for a very long time. And I was having a look at it with my mum and reading the acknowledgements and remembering that at the beginning of that thesis I had part of the Rumi poem on children have you ever heard that poem it's so beautiful it, it includes uh, our children are not our children they are life's longing for itself beautiful words I invite you to look them up or maybe I'll read them here sometime <laughs> but this little Rumi quote is we are pain and what cures pain both we are the sweet cold water and the jar that pours. So again, I'm 
talking about the Marian method here and psychospiritual parenting, the psychospiritual approach here. And I want to say if you are feeling physical and or emotional pain right now, I am sending you so much love and compassion and tenderness and empathy. And I want to say I hear how much it hurts, sweetheart. And I really invite you to get support, receive listening, loving listening if you have an empathy partner or a listening partner or you work with an aware parenting instructor or you would like to, to really receive support and to be really working on whatever's going on on as many levels as you can. So what I wanted to say is, well, I did have a similar experience a couple of weeks ago where I had some tooth root pain and then it moved into my shoulders and my neck and this stiff neck, and so I was kind of massaging my shoulders, like, oh, what, you know, have I just lain on it funny? And again, the way I like to see things in a Marian method perspective is that it's not just laying on it funny, it's to really trust that these symptoms were moving, that I was really being invited again to attend to something, to tend to something beautifully and lovingly. And again, I would see that as because this new book's coming out soon and that's part of that process as too. Again, revisiting little baby me. So this time the phrase was more from my inner loving parents, uh, just again, being there with me. So my inner loving parents being there with me and me, again, the phrase I had was, mommy, it hurts, it hurts, mommy, it hurts. And actually what I really felt was this was the middle of the night. I woke up and all this pain and sensation in my neck and was moving my body. So again, if we can trust our bodies and move and just really let the movements happen, we can revisit, we can relive our birthing experience. doesn't matter if it happened like me, you know, 55 years ago, as we talk about so often with babies, that's what babies so often do when they're crying in arms. They'll be revisiting their birth. They'll be getting in particular positions that they were in during birth. And so this was happening for me. I was getting these particular positions and I was feeling all these sensations starting to move through my body. And it really, well, the sense suddenly came to me, gosh, I think this is my breech birth. So I was born breech. And the sensations were really moving, moving up my body in a way that they would have done, I imagine, whilst being born. Given that my feet were born first. So I just kept feeling the pain again, is really being with the, the words that came, having my inner loving presences, particularly my inner loving mother with me, listening lovingly to the feelings. And there would be images coming to me. I suddenly had a like a bath of water image just came to me. So again, we really trust ourselves. Just again, like if we're listening to our baby crying in our arms and suddenly we start thinking about the birth, their birthing experience, I really invite to trust that that is what they're experiencing too, that we are so deeply interconnected with our babies and our children and that we will be picking up intuitively information about what they are going through. So I really invite you to trust that. So again, this pain moving and moving and moving, moving up my body and through my head, just gradually, 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 like really strong sensations. And then it was completely gone. I went to sleep. (laughs) 
So again, from this experience of really extreme pain to almost none. And I woke up the next morning and my neck was still a tiny bit um, sore, neck and shoulders, my neck and shoulders. And then by the next day, it was completely gone and I didn't do anything on that physical level. But again, I'm not saying that is always the case. Sometimes I think it's really important to be tending to things physically as well. So again, I wonder if that resonates with you. And again, just having our inner loving presences, our inner loving mother in particular, I'm right here with you. I'm listening. I'm right here with you. I'm listening. And for me, that's been one of the most profound things that's that I've experienced with the Marion method. A lot of things, but it's my relationship with any physical uncomfortable sensations. Because before this, I used to often... You know, I've had physical pain. I I try and get rid of it and try and move away from it, try and move my consciousness away from it. And I've paradoxically found that the more my inner loving mother is there with me, and I'm right here with you, I'm listening and really sending love to the sensations, really being deeply present with the pain, is actually the pain moves which is really in contrast to how my experience used to be when I would be trying to move away from the pain and get away from the pain is that actually it would intensify. It would be like, um, what was that lovely phrase? Who was that? Freud or Jung? What, what we resist persist. For me, really, on a physical level, that was absolutely the experience. And to be able to just soften, 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 <laughs> but with this absolute sense of unconditional love and presence. And again, this balance of attention, we return to aware parenting, to actually know in the present moment I am safe and have this beautiful, loving, unconditionally loving presence with me so that then I'm safe to feel those sensations. I'm safe to do that. It's such a relief of like, ah, oh, just to be with them. And then this, yeah, I find almost always they move. So they'll often move around my body. They'll, they'll shift and change. They'll change shape and size and texture and you know, the, the sensations will change and move by being met with this absolute unconditional love and presence it's so powerful and so beautiful and I'm so incredibly grateful for it so again I'm sending you lots of love if you're feeling any kind of pain on any level I hear you, lovely. I'm listening. I'm sending absolute unconditional love to you. I really hear and I really understand how painful that is. And I'm so willing for healing to come to you in really enjoyable ways that are an exact fit for you and for your family. And the little welcome swallows come to join me in saying that to you. So if you're interested in the Marian Method, I have got lots of courses on it and free offerings and all kinds of things. And I will be talking about that a lot more next year. So I do have a psycho-spiritual podcast where I talk about that. And you're welcome to go and listen to those if you want to. Really this year I'm focusing mostly on aware parenting to really be... You know, I'm so willing to get these books out into the world. Next year I will be focusing a lot more on the Marian method. So if you are interested in that as a way 
of reparenting as well as other things, um, please yeah, come and have a look at my website, marianrose.net. Come join up to my newsletter if you're not already and yeah, have a look at the free and paid offerings that I have if you want to, if you're willing, because willingness is another part of it. And actually, I'll just say, in case you would like to know a little bit more about what is the Marian Method, so it's, I call it a psycho-spiritual method, methodology and philosophy that really has three main elements that are all related to what I call reparenting and reculturing, because so much of it is really understanding the effects of what I call the disconnected domination culture or disconnected domination consciousness, which is really disconnected, i.e. separation, separation from each other, from our innate wisdom from the land from our ancestors from the seasons from our knowing from our feelings from our needs and the more disconnection happens which is often starts off with babies and mothers being separated the more power over can happen so the power over part is the domination so there's you know external oppression coercion force which we then internalize in terms of shooting ourselves inner coercion inner judgment all the the shoulds and the have tos and the got tos so in the marian method work there are these three core elements love will and conversations with life so love is the opposite of the disconnect it's really coming back to our innate interconnectedness with all of life to change our inner dialogue from judgment from shame from a sense of something wrong with us to a deep embodied sense of unconditional love and not just on an esoteric level but a deep practical way to have a really loving inner dialogue Um, and this is because in the 90s I was into all this stuff where it was always saying just all you need to do is love yourself and I was always saying that's all very well but how do I do it so connecting with our inner loving presences is one of the really practical ways that we can do that. Putting down what I call the emotional sticks, the, the shame in particular in terms of the love work. Putting down the shame sticks and increasingly replacing those with, with love. Revisiting our younger parts with what I call the inner loving presence process, which is a process where we go back with our inner loving presences in an emotional time machine really. And similar to what I've been sharing about today where we get to express the feelings that didn't get to be heard whilst we are feeling safe and we get to have reparative experiences. So that's the main element of the love work and the will work is all about replacing that internal coercion and external coercion with willingness. And willingness is so powerful, it's the way we connect in with the life force of the universe. So we increasingly listen to our yeses and our noes, we welcome our anger and our frustration and outrage, we feel a sense of true power rather than anger at or blame at. We start to embody our yeses and our noes, we reclaim our neo-no, which is this really embodied power. And this again has a really phenomenal effect on not only our internal world, but externally how we act and where we act from, the choices we make, how we feel in our bodies. It's a beautiful embodied work. And so there's love and will, and you could think of those as that yin and yang. And then there's conversations with life, which is really about 
the harmony of it all, the the way we are deeply interconnected with life and the way that life is constantly communicating to us, including through physical symptoms, as I've been sharing about today, but also through other ways. The bird that sings, our child that suddenly comes in the room when we're in a session and says something, or the message that pops in, or the number plate, or the song that we keep singing in our mind. And really there are very tangible ways that we can work with and cooperate with life, communicating through our lovingness and willingness, and knowing how to to understand the conversation that life is expressing to us. So... I love this work. And so again, just to really clarify, it's not aware parenting. So I have these two elements of my work. So the aware parenting work, which is really all about Aletha Salter's work and the how of really understanding babies and children, particularly their needs and their feelings, how we can respond to them in the most helpful ways. And the Marian method is really much more about our own journey. So thank you so much for listening. As I say, I still have some more conversations to be had on this effects of birth series. So I invite you to come back if you would like to listen to those or go back to the ones that I've already recorded if you haven't listened to this whole series before. And again, the book will be coming out really soon, The Emotional Life of Baby. So I'm very excited. And I've got an exciting guest well, I guess I'm excited to have who's going to come and talk with me about that just before it comes out. So really looking forward to that too. I am sending you all so much love. Thank you for listening. So much love to you. So much love to baby you and to all the younger parts of you, to all the pain and the hurt, as well as the joy and the wonder and the wisdom. And I look forward to talking to you next time. <laughs>